Welcome to the next episode of You Don't Play Boxing. It's been an interesting past couple of weeks, Simon, since we last spoke. We've obviously seen the uh, pound, for pound for Pound King defeated, and we've also seen the emergence of a, a new, young, possible Pound for Pound entrant in Shakur Stevenson. So, uh, starting off with Canelo, that was, I mean, he was the wide, you know, an obvious favourite, but, uh, you know, we have to see the fights as open to all procrastinate, but until they've happened, we don't know. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo's passed again, and it's a bit of a, I suppose, it's an upset. Um, I can't say I was... I woke up looking for the result, and not wanting to wait to watch it. And I can't say I was surprised. I was... I, I fancied Bivol. I'm not saying Canelo's on the slide or anything, but, you know, this is a genuine light heavyweight in his prime mm. and just those those size differentials you know they they matter don't they on the night it's, um it's funny how people talked about like you know canelo going to cruiserweight it was even that fanciful idea of going to heavyweight which is you know i i don't see any of that happening but um canelo's not a big super middleweight so he's quite a small light heavyweight and it and it showed i mean we saw Someone we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, he's returning Sergey Kovalev. We saw that was his one dalliance at the weight. He soon dropped back down all the way to middleweight. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just looked like a light heavyweight, an elite light heavyweight against an elite super middleweight, and it kind of played out that way because Canelo, everything that Bevel does well was just wrong for Canelo. And I think the fact that he, there was issues with someone like Billy Joe Saunders, he'd had issues against those type of guys. This is a bigger, sturdier version of those at light heavyweight. Um, and I, I also think Canelo probably, it, this kind of resets it for him. If, if he is gonna go on and, and, and do more and more in the sport, but, but he's earned so much money, he's earned so many accolades, he'd gone up in weight and I don't know, he didn't look quite on it, but that's taking nothing away from Beevil, who, who boxed the fight of his life and did very, very well, used his jab and all of his advantages. I'm going to say it because I've thought it all week before, but I was, I was glad he lost. I don't know why. When people start coming along and they start choosing who they fight, yeah. that's peak saturation for me on what, you know, they're not going to fight the other world title holders at their weight they're not going to pick somebody they got to beef with they're, they're, they're cherry picking who they think they can beat and I think he was getting to that stage and as soon as he started calling out Usyk as well you know he, was he going to fight before Bivol it was Makubu wasn't it that Makabu Makabu who beat who fought Bellu didn't he and they he was the first shot and I thought oh you know you're going on but hasn't he earned the right to to do his fought his leg his, his resume? Well, perhaps he has, but I just don't like it. I don't. So you'd rather any... him stay at super middleweight and fight 
Benavides, maybe even Spence. Um, maybe, but I just if if that fight comes, if if he if he goes to fight somebody because um, there's a fight out there, but I just the fact you know the fact that he's you know he's he's starting to pick them and then you. Mm-hmm. But he was like, in the pre Madonna stage. He wasn't then. picking guineas though. These were all know, guys. I'm not that... saying he was. It just, it's just, it's yeah. my, yeah. It's like it's, it's always a me when people start doing that. It's, yeah. You sort of, you're in too big for your boots territory then. But saying that, he didn't pick somebody that was easy for him. And stylistically, he was people were just. Yeah. I mean, they, they did say afterwards. He said, "Oh, um, I'm going to do the rematch." And it's a, it's along the lines that we we've discussed this with Joshua Usyk. There's obviously more time has elapsed for that one. If it, if it happens on um, in you know Mexican Independence, so that's September, that's not a lot of time to, to be able to. I, I I have no doubt that he'll be supremely motivated more than he was in this one. But I don't know what he can do different in such a short space of time to be able to change things around. I I just think it's yeah. You can't see it ending any different. No. Can you? And I and I've seen it once. It was by no means a bad fight, but I've seen it. I don't know that. Another another go round is going to is needed. I mean, I think I'd rather go seem, to the Golovkin fight. Seem the only fight Canelo's ever had that I'd wanted to watch again was him and Golovkin. I've never watched any of his others and thought, oh, that was just that was amazing. You know, that was really really. It's um, he said he either walks people down, doesn't he, or he sort of he's against the ropes and he's you know, yeah, he, he doesn't do it me in that way, Canelo, um, as good as he is, and as, you know, what he's achieved is, is fantastic, but I just, like like I said, stylistically, they all was all wrong for him, but I thought his tactics were questionable. Know, questionable, he didn't jab, he almost, believed his own press just turned up and they well, just fight the fight, well he, he, he almost took the, the Callum Smith fight and because did of the it again. Arm. He went to the arm again, didn't he? And tried yeah, to... and he, you know, he's thinking what he really needed to do to Bivol was, was start, you know, go jab for jab with him. But he didn't. You know, he was going round the sides, he mm-hmm. was hitting him in the arms, and it was just, I was just. What I did, it's, it's obviously changed that from, from Canelo's point of view now. What I was interested in was if he had won that fight, that. I thought they'd do the Golovkin fight, and I thought next Cinco de Mayo that the winner of Better Bay of Smith for all the marbles at um, light heavyweight would be interesting. Obviously, now we're not looking at Canelo in that regard. We're looking at oh, if Beevil fights the winner of that, but and it, and it doesn't. It, it's still huge, but probably doesn't have quite the same luster because it's not the pound for pound king. The you know the, the the guy that brings you know so much attention from because he's Mexican. He's he's, he's you know he's their their king if you like. So, but still, that was a fight I kind of looked at. Now I for me I think go do the Golovkin rubber match because you. you you know that you need to get back. That that fight you think has to bring it because of judging by the previous twenty four rounds over two fights is going to be entertaining. So go do it again, and then yeah. if he's back with Styles a win, yeah. He, he, if he does it, and gets back with a win, then you can look at other fights. You know, maybe the Charlo fight, Benavides. Those fights are still there. You know, if he really wants to challenge himself, there's no saying that he couldn't clean up a bit of that business and then look at going up again and it because Beevil is still going to be you know he's going to be around yeah they if, could he, do... if he goes back down to middle super middle he's still the best out there yeah. it's just 
he's a smaller man you know he, he's he's inflating his physique isn't he to get a and he's probably at the ceiling and what he can get from mm. that frame yeah you know i know he might now he might walk around at 180 in the street well that doesn't mean to say he's but it doesn't mean he you know that, that you know a bodybuilder yeah. can walk around a lot heavier than they are but in terms of what his what his physique and his the, the power that that brings because it was just obvious that you know he caught he did catch Vivol flush a number of times and he didn't blink mm. and and and, and looking at Bivol, I, I saw a video of him coming home to whatever airport he landed in. Um, I'm not sure if he lives, he was back to St. Petersburg or he's, he's living in the States full time, I wasn't sure. But anyway, he was just perfect. He was, he was like yeah. he hadn't had a fight. There wasn't a mark on him. Um, and yeah, I, I, he, could still, he could still be reign as a super middleweight champion for for years and years, I think Canelo. He looks in fantastic shape, so, but I can't see him. I on the back of that, I can't see him beating bit of I think the the one thing I was surprised at is is going into seven, eight, nine. I thought that I was surprised that Bivol didn't put him on him in a bit more and force a stoppage because mm-hmm. although he's got a fantastic chin, you know, he was starting to mark up and. On another yeah, day, I, I later, on the re- maybe if it's a rematch, yeah. I could see that. And as the fight got later, it got more and more towards yeah. Bevel. That was like he separated himself and made sure. I mean, he won the last round, so Vegas couldn't screw him. But it was the later rounds when he started to maybe again, come the on. Judges gave the first four rounds. That's just. I mean, the first two rounds you could go with it because I thought Canelo started fairly well. But three and four, I mean, time and time again. Yeah, we, we've, we've said it on nearly every one podcast we've ever done we, we, we question it and these guys are supposed to be professional so maybe they know something we don't but I mean they certainly seem to be in the minority because you know it seems like yeah. everybody in their auntie says that it's, it's, it's um, completely... you almost need a Twitter judge these days don't you yeah. no but you can judge the temperature of a fight pretty well by what you you know you've got to go on and look at where the people are seeing it mm. and they're not often wrong no no but um, so yeah we plenty to, to sort of digest over the next couple of weeks to see how that plays out does he enforce the, the rematch does he go down and do you know he's already signed to fight Golovkin does he do that one um, I think it'll be one or the other I don't think it'll be anything else but uh, um, yeah some some lick his wounds and get yeah, ready lick his quickly. wounds and come back there's no re- you know it's not like he's going into retirement no. off the back of this he's still he's 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 done more for boxing recently by you know by going for those fights and showing that you can fight anybody than you know than a lot of fighters over the last 10 15 mm-hmm. years so he's been he's been, been magnificent for boxing he's just he just found a bigger better which you always specimen. will if you stick around longer yeah, there'll be someone better than comes you through. yeah mm. but um speaking of someone who comes through we've had uh, a, a, a wonderful performance by Shakur Stevenson we had him on our last podcast and uh, he fought on the 30th of April and that was it was it was kind of a star making performance but I still I still feel as though I don't think he was pushed so because I don't see any he was pushed I still think there's there's more in the tank I mean he he dominated that one to the extent that that maybe Beevil did against Canelo only he actually got those those fights scored in that way I mean he Valdez couldn't do anything with him he literally just he sort of PLS at one thirty now isn't he mm. oh we, absolutely I we don't talked think... about that didn't we with it is there's not a challenge at that I think weight now. If you went through every weight class and you went, oh, what about this or what about that? You could look at him. I think at that weight class, he said he wants to be undisputed, 
Um, and I mean, the one guy is Roger Gutierrez from Venezuela who fights for Golden Boy. I mean, if they were to do that fight, I don't think anyone's going to be clamouring for that fight. But I mean, it's another title. Um, and then the other one, we've got a power against our, you know, Wales's own Joe Cordina, which is in June. Um, the winner of that, I don't know that either of those brings any, no disrespect to any of those guys. I don't see a, uh, something that, that you can decipher you know, um, and, and, and do it emphatically. Well, it's on another level to those guys. Oh, 100%. As good as they, yeah. as good as they are. Um, but yeah, he was just, he was almost punched perfect, wasn't he? I think, again, a bit like Birol, just perhaps a bit of surprise he didn't, he didn't sort of end it late, you know, just mm. by sheer volume of punches and and work rate, really. I, I hope, because he's, he's, he's 24 years old, I think, he's still so young, he fought obviously then. I hope it's not one of those where we see him in like November. I'd like to see him fight in the summer and then close it out in the, the end of the year. Um, he said he wants two fights both to unify that I don't know whether he's going to get them because I don't know that I'd, but there is nobody else that really brings attention at that weight but if he goes to lightweight because all the titles are unified there's you know we have an undisputed champion in Cambosis fighting um, Haney the winner of that will be undisputed so and he's not going to get that the winner of that straight away so he's not there's not really a fight for him so I hope he cleans things up um, or certainly attempts to, because it would be good. It's always good when we have an undisputed champion. So, but I, so I'd like it's, to see. It's good around lightweight now, isn't it? Yeah. Lightweight the welter is just phenomenal. Mm. We, we were talking about, we've spoken about it a number of times. You know how good it is with Camposis, Haney, Lomachenko, uh, Lomachenko uh, Ryan Lopez, Garcia. Garcia. You know, then you Javante Davis. Javante, it's incredible, and you think him. You know, because he's obviously. He, I saw the picture of him with uh, with Crawford recently, and he's not a small guy. And he did look a bit, mm. a lot bigger than Valdez, didn't he, on the yeah. night? You know, God, it's so good. I, I mean, it doesn't matter really about titles and, and things with that division at the moment. They can just all fight each other, and you'd want to see every fight, wouldn't you? you? Know, it's it's fu- yeah, absolutely. They're all ones you'd you'd want to see. It's funny because when you look at it, it seems like a, it's a it's a a new thing over the past I don't know if the Canelo did it it was but we've only had I think four or five undisputed champions and it seems like that the message has got out because when you look at it there's I mean this weekend we could have you know the, the, the uh, Charlo Castano winner God willing we get a winner this time will be the undisputed champion you know Canelo's the undisputed champion at super middleweight we will have one all being well in in June when when Haney fights um, Cambosis so in boxing seems to be moving towards that. So in terms of like with, with situations like that, that's good. I mean, it's great resume. If you can if you can do that, there's not many guys that do. But it seems like we could if he's able to do that at 130. We've got it at 135. Taylor at 140. You've got you know if, if Crawford and Spence fight, you've got it at, at, at 147. We will have it at 154 with Charlo Castano. So it seems like you know it's not just one sort of one side of the street doing it. It seems like. You know, different companies, different promoters, they're all looking, that's the end game they want to do. And I, well, I, you, you had the, you know, through the 90s into the 2000s, it was, it was almost, you weren't thought of very well. If you, if you didn't have, if you had a defeat on your record, you know, Calzaghi always preserved his, mm-hmm. his O on his record and it was always, you know, against Kessler, somebody's O has got to go and all that type of thing. And I think, WBSS has got a lot 
to do with that about the the popularity of that and bringing together fighters and getting to the point where you know the undisputed is yeah. that's become king isn't it in yeah. boxing now not just being a world champion that's good but these another, alphabet titles another... don't matter until you've yeah. got well until you've got the ring magazine belt and you've uh, you know you've fought all of the best you know, the best fighters in, at your weight you know and everybody is clamoring for that and it's just it's better for it isn't but, it but most of the divisions now i mean there's there's a lot of them lurking around uh, lightweight but when you if you went through them if you went at heavyweight you're going to get Usyk and Joshua and then the winner of that against the winner of that against um, Tyson Fury if he does you know doesn't but you look in most divisions that seems to be the case but we, we've got everything's been you know brought closer we, we, we know who potentially the best is in that division yeah, yeah. And I mean I, I hope we haven't seen it I don't know how much Covid affected it I don't know if there was if they were able to do it, but I hope we're able to see another you know, World Boxing Super Series because it was it was great for the sport. I think when you look at it, there's that you know that would certainly be good for a few divisions. Sort of it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know they haven't done it in every division, have they? Mm. So yeah, why not? It was it's opened things up and it's it's, it's changed the landscape really. And yeah, all for it. Mm -hmm. um, same night, um, other side of America, we had the uh, Taylor Serrano fight. Great for women's boxing. Um, managed to uh, you know. We had a, a, a wonderful ruckus between them two, and you know the talks of doing a rematch. So great for for women's boxing. That was a proper war, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, Katie Taylor's just yeah, amazing. And Serrano to go up and down the weights, yeah. well up the weights, and and still be able to. But the, I think the main thing I took from it is just. You know, there was no trash talking. There was no. There was just respect between yeah. them. There was no nonsense, and they just and they went in there and they did what they said they were going to do. Yeah. You know, all credit to them. They said they were going to put it on each other, and they did. And it was, yeah, it was fantastic for, for you know every round. And if the, the finish, how they both stood up was. Mm. And and hopefully, our, from from the undercard, we saw a Liam Smith, who we also had on a recent podcast. He um, he was able to beat. Jesse Vargas and Vargas was coming off like over I think 26 months of inactivity, but he still, you know, he went in there, did a number on Jesse, first person to stop Jesse, and yeah, he, uh, he, he you know he's, up, he? he's he's really done well. He, I think he seems to have. You kind of think with him, people have leveled this with him. You know, he's he's quite basic in the way that he fights, um, but what he does, he does particularly well. And I think now, you know, when he even when he was a world champion, he didn't. You looked at his resume; and it was quite thin. He didn't fight. But now, you know, he had that fight with um, in Russia that allowed him to get the Anthony Fowler fight, and then he parlayed that to a you know a good name now, um, and he's in there. I, I don't know that he necessarily gets the winner of Charlo Castano, but I think he's in there with you know, Tim Zhu and, and Tony Harrison. He's he's put himself back out there since. Uh, well, he's that level, definitely, isn't he? He's. I thought. On the way out, I'll be honest. I thought he's best to be on it, but he's somehow he's, he's improved. You know, and he, that's what he looks like. Yeah, he looks like he's improved, and he's he looks in really good shape. You know, and he he beat him up, didn't he? You know, he there's a lot said for a happy fighter. And I think now he trains in Liverpool. Doesn't train with you know nothing against that, but he doesn't. Train
train in Manchester now, so he hasn't got the commuters. You get older, you probably don't want to do that close to home and maybe does the school runs, that type of thing. But I think for him now, he's because he's a happy fighter, that makes him a better fighter. Yeah, and I think he, he could, like we said last time, he could well go level of form they're not that much better than him you know you're not looking at it going oh, going oh I don't know I think there's I think he's yeah but, it, yeah but a couple of fights ago if you were putting him the way he's improved mm. if you were looking at him I'd have said oh god don't do that you know, stay clear of them but I'm not I, thinking like that see, now I'm thinking I think he's got a live chance I'd like to see him against Tim Zhu because I think that's mm, one yeah. where Again, it brings the the winner that it, it, it separates because there's not the two of them there. When he was saying about him and Harrison, I think Harrison's a bad style matchup. Maybe he catches Harrison late in the fight, but I think it might be one of those six, seven, eight rounds where he's getting you know he's getting outboxed. Does he bring on you know? Because we've seen that with Harrison a few times. But I think Tim Zhu is a fight where they're going to just going to be there for each other, and we're going to learn a lot about Tim Zhu, and we're going to see what what he has left. But um, yeah, so. Um, it's a, a busy week coming up as well. We've uh, we've got plenty of action this weekend as well. Yeah, you've got um, you've had a chat with a few people. You've got a, a good guest coming up. Some um, decorated, you know, great champion. Someone who was terrifying a few years back. Mm. So you had a chat to him, and we're going to see where where he is and what he's got left in the tank. Yeah, here's here's what Sergey Kovalev had to say. And his fight this weekend. Um, in a couple of weeks' time, um, it's the first time you've fought in what is it in, in over two years? So it's been a while since we've seen you. What are your thoughts on your return? Uh, it was, it's very uh, excited moment for me because, like, yes, uh, two years, even a little, little more, two and a half years, I already uh, didn't fight, but. Uh, I was uh, stay. Uh, I was staying uh, in the shape, like, but I didn't uh, spike. Uh, so I started my spike station only like a couple months ago. But right now, is everything goes like should should be. Everything is good. Mm -hmm. And uh, very excited back to the ring. It's your first fight at cruiserweight. Yes. What are your thoughts on? Obviously, it's it's, it's a different dynamic. It's uh, it's obviously you know put a few pounds on. It's it's, it's a big gap between light heavy. And you're going to fight. Is it 190? So you're going to fight or 185? You're going to fight a little bit lighter than the limit. Um. But right now, like yes. But right now, uh, cruiserweight, and uh, I have a sparring session right now with uh, bigger guys. And uh, yeah, something different, you know, something different punches, the heavier punches, but a little, a little slower. But uh, it's uh, um, any punch from them, like I, I feel, uh, <laughs> feel like more heavier, more harder. You know, but it's the key. Uh, you know how everyone else felt now when you hit them.
of course. And uh, we'll see. Yes, my fight uh, weight, my weight fight, uh, yeah, or fight weight, yeah. Fight weight will be, we'll see, I don't know, like, I don't know, I'm not losing weight at all. Just uh, like I keep uh, shape in the boxing gym, and uh, in, in the morning routine, you know, like, um, just uh, March 14, uh, May 14 will, will show. Mm -hmm. Like, my, my, my shape, my, my comeback fight. Is this, is this one of those where it'll tell, obviously, us watching, but it'll tell you where you're at in your career and if you're able to um, perform and win a title, maybe a cruiserweight, which I guess is your game, your, your, your game plan? Is, is this a fight which will show you, it's important for you because it will show you what you have left and where you are in your career, whether you could go on and win another world title at Cruiserweight? Very smart. Uh, 
Bayer, do you think that's a fight? That obviously Arthur has other fights, but do you think that Canelo would fight him? I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. He will, uh, he will fight uh, with the Bayer, but uh, time will show us. So for you, what, as you are, I know a couple of weeks ago you were 39 years old. In your career, what do you still want to achieve? If I said, Sergey, what's your goals from here? What would you say? I will get uh, another title league in next division and to cruiserweight. And after this, like I say, everybody, uh, everybody. So one more title for the road. So the return of Sergei Kovalev at cruiserweight, that's going to be interesting. I know he says in the interview he's going to weigh about 185 to 187. He's going to be in that range and Pulev will be bigger than him. Um, to me, it's a fight. Pulev hasn't been able to get a big fight. He's got his opportunity now. This is a great name for him. If Kovalev can get back in and see how he looks, puts it's kind of the proving ground for both guys. The winner will be in a, in a, in a good, spa good space at uh, cruiserweight. Yeah, it's, it'd be interesting to see with his, you know, his power. Mm. He's looked more fragile in, in his last few fights. So we obviously saw that play out late in the Canelo fight, but previously he was like an Iron Man, very, very heavy-handed. We've seen him not look so good, so maybe the time off, um, we'll kind of see. Yeah, his boxing brain looked better, and his power resist what he was able to take seemed to, to sort of fade a bit. But um, yeah, we'll see now because he's not burning muscle. He's actually, you know, going to be a comfortable weight, and we'll see how that bears out in the fight.